Hey, love. Welcome to Her Promise Circle podcast, a safe space to come as you are to receive the word you need to help you continue on your journey to healing, growth, and walking confidently into God's purpose for your life. It's full of all the things that you'll need to live boldly as the woman God created you to be. I'm your host and founder of Her Promise Circle, Mikkel. Get connected, let us support you where you are right now and where you're going. Welcome back, ladies. So this episode is going to be focused on our hearts. Lately, God has been working on my intimacy with him. He has been showing me what intimacy is. And I'm very transparent on this podcast. Obviously, I always share like my background, but I'll be honest. In my relationships, intimacy is always scary. And not like what we consider intimacy, what the world considers intimacy today. I find that just sitting with someone in your nakedness, not actually physically naked, but like sitting and being yourself with people is very uncomfortable, especially if you still deal with, you know, insecurity or fear. A vulnerability or getting close to people hasn't always had the best outcomes for you. It creates an anxiety in me. And so relationships are hard. Okay, like let's be real, it's hard for all of us. But truly developing intimacy and knowing a person is always fast forward in today's culture. Think about it. People meet each other, you know, they've got the honeymoon phase and love at first sight, and you can be intimate. People have sex on the first, second, third day, you know, like we don't even need to like know a person that way before we get that type of closeness to them. And what God is doing is like rewiring my whole mental on what a relationship is and what intimacy is. He's redefining what things are to me. And it just leads me to that verse, you know, his thoughts are higher than my thoughts. His ways are higher than my ways. And it's like, Lord, I've been seeking intimacy. You know, we seek intimacy in men. We want a husband so badly, but we don't think why. It's like, why do you crave, you know, community, whether you're praying to God for a friend or for a husband or a boyfriend, you know, whatever comes from first. But why do we, why are we praying for that closeness? It's because we were created for connection. We were created for intimacy with him. And if we aren't feeling like we're getting that from where we're supposed to be seeking it out from, which is God, then we go to other things that we think will give us that feeling because we don't genuinely know what intimacy is. And so God has been working on my mind, renewing my mind and my heart and my spirit, opening me up and humbling me fully so that I begin to define these things in my life as what he sees them to be and acknowledging that of course his definition is more beautiful and more fulfilling and more desirable we just don't take the time to listen to him and let him redefine it whether that's because we're stuck in our habits or because of pride but sis your girl is tired i'm tired of defining what I see around me and the things that have happened to me in my life in general with what I think and know. Because trust me, I don't know much. Okay, trust me. 
And so I'm just like, God, here I am. This is me actively humbling myself, coming to you, asking you to redefine what I'm looking for, what I'm searching for. Asking you to help me overcome this fear of vulnerability and intimacy. Because it's not just going to give me a better marriage once I meet my husband and fall in love with him, right? It's also going to help me become a better leader. It's going to help me create that safe space for the women of her promise circle and be open and transparent and not be afraid of getting hurt or betrayed by any of the women that come in. It's not going to have me going like, I'll do this for you if you do that for me. It's going to give me an open heart ready to serve and just be the vessel that he needs me to be. In marriage, it's going to be real, true, genuine intimacy with another person who knows me better than anyone else. And really think about it, that's, that's love. Because you have to trust someone with who you are. The hurt parts of you, the damaged parts of you, the parts of you that have fallen apart, the parts of you that have been stabbed or betrayed, the parts of you that you never let your mask that you go outside with reveal or show. You have to be ugly you, beautiful you, find the beauty in your ugly, ugliness you with your person. and. God is teaching me that so heavily in this season. And I'm grateful for it because, girl, that means he's trying to prepare me for what I'm asking for. And we have to look at that as well, right? God puts us through process for a reason. It was good that I was afflicted, right? Yes, it's good that I was afflicted because there's an outcome from process. And when God prepares me deeply like this, and and how beautiful it is that God is like, I want you to experience a deep love. I want you to experience intimacy. I want you to have a fulfilling marriage. I want you to have fulfilling friendships. And I don't want you to love like the world says what love is. I want you to love like I define love. And so to do that, I have to prepare your heart. I have to prepare your mind and your spirit. I have to teach you and redefine what you think is right and show you what is my intended purpose for it. And I'm excited, y'all. I think that finding more fulfillment in relationships is a is such a beautiful thing because for a long time I shut down, hold myself off from making new friends and even like dating to a degree that would turn into something serious because I have a genuine fear of vulnerability. I have a genuine fear of intimacy. I have a genuine fear of abandonment. And those all work against me, you know, in their ways and fashions. But I think a lot of us struggle with that. A lot of us haven't even identified it. God has showed me these things, girl, in therapy, child, come on. But God has shown me these things in his grace and mercy and goodness in order to be able to give them to me in the degree that he wants to give them. So it's like you can try to pursue marriage on your own and then have a worldly fulfillment in marriage, what the world says marriage is. Okay, we get married, we have kids, we buy a house and we die. But we never talk about these things. We never talk about those things. He may never know you fully. You may never know him fully. You may hurt him. He may hurt you. And then the love behind it is surface level. But God in his goodness is like, "Mm -mm, I'm not going to give you this good thing because I want you to have it in the way I intended you to have it. And the way I intended you to have it is by grace and mercy and love, deep love, fulfilling love, a love that only I can give. And that's, that's 
just part of his goodness and his gifts to us. He's a good father and he's teaching me. Now, I grew up without a father, guys. So from the beginning, I was never shown what a healthy relationship was or what a healthy love is with men. You know, you learn from Disney that like, you know, you grow up and you meet Prince Charming and everything's great. And it's like, all right, well, now I'm pursuing that for the rest of my life because that's all I know love to be. Disney child set us up for ultimate failure because what is going on, okay, in the world? But literally, he had to show me relationship with a man can also be beautiful in friendship. It can start in friendship. Platonic relationship is just as well and good. I don't know about you, but I I want all parts of what God is trying to teach me in this season because I feel like it's a good indicator of what he has for me. And I'm tired of being afraid of things that are healthy, that produce good fruit in relationships, of things that will help me progress in my relationship with him. And I do desire to draw closer to him. And I realize whenever you pray, girl, you better watch what you say. Because if you say, Lord, I want to go deeper in you. One thing he gonna do is humble you and then be like, okay, you need this done, this done, this done. <laughs> and I think that's where we're at. So. Over the next few weeks, I'm going to just be going through the revelations he gives me on this subject. I am going to start with the story of Mary and Martha. And that is in Luke 10. If you want to read it for yourself, it's Luke 10, 38 and 42. And I'm going to just read it. It's only like three verses. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. But one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. Okay, so what's the difference between the two? Let's talk about it. So Jesus gets there and Martha is like, yo, like we got to get this house together. I got to, you know, prepare. We're going to make everything look great for Jesus. We're going to clean up. And this immediately brings me to how we feel like we have to clean up ourselves before coming to God. It also reminds me of how we can fall into religious activity as opposed to focusing on relationship with God. And so we get so consumed in how everything looks for us and makes us look, for that matter, which is pride, that we forget that the main thing Jesus wants is our heart. But Mary was on it. It says, Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word, She went straight to him and just sat at his feet and listened to his word. And how often, let's not talk about Martha now, because how often do we get consumed with, okay, I need to serve at the church. I need to go to church every Sunday. I need to attend Bible study. I need to volunteer. I need to this, 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 that, this, that, and all these things that you need to do to show God that you love him. Because you don't realize the gravity and depth of how beautiful it is to have like a one-on-one relationship with God, to close your door and sit with him and 
play. Give him a moment to speak to you as well. Or spending time just kind of laying in bed and playing some worship music and letting his presence just kind of wash over you and letting him just give you his peace and love on you. Like, it's okay not to go to God and be like, God, I need this done. We need that done. Lord, what are you doing in this season? Okay, God, like, please watch over it. And yes, please, absolutely pray. But I think we get so caught up in what prayer looks like and what we have to do and what it's supposed to be instead of like, okay, what's my love language? Like, okay, I like words of affirmation. I like time. And so expressing love to God for me is spending time with him, you know, laying and just sitting with him. I don't know why, but I get the best time with God in my car. Like I sit in my car and just talk to him like, like a friend, you know, he wants your heart, friendship, relationship, that love with you. And we often get so caught up in what we need to look like and what we need to do. We miss that intimacy with him. And in studying and learning like what fear of intimacy is and fear of abandonment, et cetera, et cetera. Why did I think, girl, that if I have trouble doing that in my earthly relationships, why would it not be affecting my relationship with God? It is a hundred percent. And so as God takes me deeper into the word and stories and seeing him, I was reading Psalms the other day of how David would pray. And David was so sincere in his prayer. He was very transparent. He'd be like, God, you don't even hear me right now. You know, he would be venting. He would be venting. And then he would end it with like, but I know you got me. Like, I know you're God. And he would tell God who he is. And I think that's what's important. It's like, we feel like we can't go to God with all of our weaknesses, with all transparency. We feel like we have to just be like, God, I praise you and you're great and you're good. And yes, praise is wonderful. But if, if that day you're feeling like God doesn't see you, ask God to show you him. God, I feel like I'm far from you today. God, I don't know. I had a bad day and I just need to know where you're at right now. Are you here? Do you see me? And watch what he does. Be honest with him. And watch how much deeper your relationship gets with him. This is what Mary was seeking. She was seeking intimacy, intimacy with him. Yes, food needed prepared and things need done, but Jesus wasn't even concerned about that. He was so happy to have Mary want to just be right there, laying at his feet. And what was Jesus' response to what Mary did? And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. Mickey, Mickey, you are anxious about everything else going on. When you don't even know behind closed doors, I will bless you. You can leave God's presence a whole different woman. But one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. Mary wanted an intimacy with God. And, and I find often that's what we thirst for as women is intimacy. And love and to be open with a person and to talk to them and be ourselves and to have someone see our ugliness and still want to love us regardless. I don't know about you, but that's what I want. Someone you don't have to perform for. All my people pleasers stand up. 
Because just like Martha, you think, okay, I got to serve. I got to look like the strong woman who can cook and clean and, and be super hospitable. And that's how people will see me as this good, loving server. And, and God is like, where's your heart behind it? Is your intention to look good? Is it a selfish desire? Or is your intention to truly serve with an open heart, whether people see you as good or not? Focusing on your performance causes so much anxiety and stress. It, it causes such unnecessary pressure you put on yourself. It causes such unnecessary expectation. And you're trying to perform to be loved, sis. You're trying to perform to be validated. God's like, if you would just let me change you, if you would just let me love on you, that's the blessing. It's an internal blessing. Let me still your mind. Let me still your heart. Let me tell you who you are so you don't have to worry about what people think about you. Let me show you who I've created you to be. Let me show you your purpose. Let me love you despite that shame and guilt and fear that you have, despite those people who've hurt you, despite you wanting to fall apart and feel like you can't go on anymore. Let me be here and love you and show you my unconditional love for you through it all. That I've always been here with you. Mary wanted that intimacy with him. That was the most important thing to her. When he was there, when he came over, she wasn't trying to tidy up everything, make everything look appropriate for Jesus and for everyone to think that she looked right. She didn't even care what she looked like. She laid right at his feet. And when God starts to open up your heart, heal your trauma wounds, heal your trust issues, heal that people-pleasing mentality, humble you so you're not so prideful and so everything's not about you. Your prayers change. Your attitude changes. Your heart changes. You begin to see, wow, I'm focused on so much of me. Everything you pray for is about your neck of the woods, your family, your business, your marriage, you. Everything's concerned with you. And I'm not saying don't pray for your things. Of course, cover yourself in prayer. We must cover everything in prayer. But take down that wall, sis, that wall you built to keep people out, that wall you built because you have been hurt and betrayed and that fear that you have, you're trying to protect feeling fearful in intimacy. Let that wall down and let the one who loves you unconditionally with the correct definition of love in. If you haven't even allowed God to do that, you shouldn't be praying for marriage. Child, he humbled me, okay? You keep asking God to experience true love. You want a marriage, a good marriage. You want to have kids. But he knows what you're ready for and when you're ready for it. And if you don't embark on this process with him, changing your heart, you want to lead. You want to have this big career. You want to have a financial blessing. You want all these things, but your heart's not right. And because you won't let people in, you have allowed it to not let God in. You are so loved. The need for a balanced approach for serving is dire. We have to find the balance between our action and our devotion. Do not lean more one way than the other. Align your service with your relationship with God. Love 
because let me talk to my people pleasers because this is just a good example don't serve because you want to look a certain way don't not say no because you don't want people to think you need a break or that you can't handle things people pleasing is pure pride and selfishness you're not serving out of goodness of your heart you're serving for what people can see in you you want that validation you want to feel needed you want to appear strong and appear that you're this whatever person that can handle everything and has everything together god doesn't want that for you real love doesn't expect anything back whether that's validation or love or acceptance jesus died for maybes maybe they'll love me back and so we need to align our values and desires with his because sis you're causing yourself unnecessary anxiety you're holding yourself to unrealistic expectations that god never placed on you you're trying to do and do and do so god can accept you when he's already accepted you when we were yet sinners christ yet died for you that means with all your ugly with all your hurt, with all your pain. He loves you and wants relationship with you. So I encourage you this week to examine your hearts and be honest. Start journaling if you haven't. We're going to be discussing more of this in Bible study. If you guys haven't joined us, go to herpromisecircle.com. Go to the Bible study page and join us. We would love to have you. But all I can do is share my own life because I can talk to you from a place that's not just all right I read this verse and I'm going to share it with the world it's like I've been through it sis you know I've been guarded my whole life I've been keeping people out my whole life and I desire relationship but I can't have the type of relationship I've desired and wanted without my heart being changed first and that's why God makes us wait that's why he Sends us through a process because he wants to give you what you're praying for, but you don't recognize an answer to your prayer as God preparing you. You expect him to just give you a man, give you friends, give you the financial blessing, give you the career change, give you the business. He has to change you first. Your heart must be changed first, genuinely. And so some practical things you can do is prioritize your relationship with God. Whether that be quiet time in the morning, quiet time at night. When I'm in the bathtub, I listen to a sermon and then I'll come out and journal just kind of what pertains to me. But sit in God's presence, listening to a worship song or two. Lay prostrate. Just little things that, that I need you to sit with God in all your ugliness, in all your fear. And tell him, Lord, I am afraid of intimacy. Lord, I have a fear of abandonment. Those people hurt me. And I'm, it's hard for me to connect with people, even you. I have been letting you out to some degree. I have been asking you to come in, but holding my hand out at the same time. I am praying, Lord, that you help me soften my heart so I can receive you in a deeper way. And so I want to pray for us all, okay, because I need it too, in becoming more intimate with him. Lord Jesus, I thank you for my sisters that are listening. For every woman under the sound of my voice and those that they know, I pray that you heal those fear wounds in us, Lord, those trauma wounds in us. I pray you break every unclean soul tie in us, Lord, anything that is hindering our intimacy with you. 
We desire to go deeper with you, O God. We desire to be with you in a way that we've never experienced you before. We desire you to change our hearts and soften our hearts to prepare us for the things we're praying for. Because we don't just want to receive things that are temporary. We don't just want to receive things from you like a genie. We want you to be in them. And we know that to be in it with you will be sustaining and long-lasting and fully fulfilling for us in our lives. Where we trust your process and your guidance and allow us to be patient with the process. Please give us eyes to see the pride and hurt in us that you still need to touch. The door we need to open to you so you can come in and do your thing. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Remember, serving with a heart like Mary's can bring you joy and fulfillment and a deeper relationship with God in a way that you desire. So this week, I need y'all to figure out what you desire and figure out what in you is blocking it. Journal it. If you're like me, it's like fear of abandonment, fear of intimacy. If you have problems in your regular relationships, it also bleeds over into your relationship with God. So ask him to heal those things. And I pray this blesses y'all in some way. Thank you for listening. I love y'all. Have a good week.